0: Adam Castor, I'm here as always. My co-host, Ed
1: Burtzal, Mr. Burtzal, how are you? Hi, Adam. I'm well. Maybe, kind of, sort of. Um, yeah, fuck this now. Yeah, fuck, oh, fuck, fuck this. The snow. Fuck this. Um, I, you know, if if we had a segment on the Basement Talk podcast, or if we had a, seg- a segment on on this show, where it would be asshole of the week, or assholes of the week. Um, the assholes of the week for me would be people who proclaim to love the winter. Um, they can all be as Adam would poetically say, quote, be launched out of a trebuchet as my co-host does apoplectically like to say.
0: That's a new one. What does that word mean?
1: Apopleptically. Yeah. It sounds like you just made it up. What does it mean? Um, See, now, I, I took a little bump on my head. So the, the the language that is going to be flowing in this podcast may sound um, a bit outside the box-ish. Is this but, like some
0: Fred Flintstone stuff where you get like hit in the head and then you turn into a completely different
1: person? Um, no, not necessarily. So the phrase apoplectic... Means overcome with anger, extremely indignant. It applies. It definitely does apply. I wouldn't say. I'm, yeah, no, it applies. Thank you. I'm a master of language. Here you go. Even, even with a nice little uh, bump on the uh, on the head, thanks to some the, thanks to some black ice on on the noggin. Oh, oh more more. Was, I mean, terrible radio. I apologize basically i had it's like right in the right in the back of my head i just took a fucking tumble and i'm lucky that my airpod that i had in wasn't shoved inside my my ear went and touched my brain i was shocked it's quite the visceral image you got there well this has been the last 48 hours i've had <laughs> but i'm here I can, I can definitely say that uh nothing like that happened to me how was your last how was your well It's today. It's Tuesday. Yes. And we last did a program Friday? Thursday. Friday. Thursday? No, Friday. Adam, I'm not even kidding you. I don't know what the days are anymore. Well, at least you have an excuse now. Fair. This morning is when I realized it was February. And at that point, February was 24 hours old. And I have a phone that tells me <laughs> what the date is every time I go into it. And literally this morning, I woke up into, I woke up and I saw on my phone February 2nd. And I just said to myself, yesterday was February 1st. I thought it was January. It's January 33rd for those keeping it, score at home. It's January 33rd for those that are keeping score at home, yes. The good news, however is that this is the shortest month of the year. Thank God for that, because fuck everything about February and fuck everything about March. So once we get through these next two months, we'll be okay. By the way, happy Groundhog Day. Fuck Poxitani, Phil, that rat bastard. Is it because he's from Philadelphia? No, it's because he predicted six more weeks of winter. That prick. All right, then. He's a prick yes I am I am calling a groundhog a quote prick It's very insulting to the groundhog. can you tell him on edge today?
0: no can't tell. I thought you aren't you usually like
1: this? um usually there's a bit more giggle sending out threats to groundhogs <laughs> see now the groundhogs the groundhogs they probably I, and I have no confirmation about this but and this is terrible on my part. But they're probably threats to koalas and sloths. So I'm just looking out for my homies. I'm looking out for the homies, the koalas and the sloths. Peace love. You think love. groundhogs are predators of the sloths? They and could the koalas? Be. They could be very dangerous to koalas and sloths. They could be very dangerous, Adam. Well, I got no- I got nothing for that. I don't see a koala or a sloth being able to run away from a groundhog if they are hunted by one. Well,
0: I mean, the koala could just
1: climb up a tree,
0: or especially or, a
1: rabbit, a rabbit ground, uh, hedgehog, groundhog, groundhog, Sonic hedgehog, groundhog. Yeah, same shit.
0: Whatever. What is your one quick question? Can we stop talking about this? I have a
1: one quick question. I do. Yeah, you do. Oh. It's very, it's very timely. Oh, oh, very timely! Oh yeah, that's right. Oopsies. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> um, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> probably. It probably can be applied to every episode that you do with me ever. It was the first thought that popped in my head when
0: I looked behind my seat in Spanish class. I was like, who is that guy? Has talking. That's-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Just for showing up, you get a bird buck. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Attendance matters. <laughs> um, all right. The the one quick question, now that I have it, now that I remembered it. Adam, who wins Super Bowl on Sunday?
0: Let me tell you. I really, 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 really want Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. Hmm. Probably more than anything. Hmm. Now, I mean, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but I do... But really, though, I do think that Kansas City does win the Super Bowl
1: Hmm.
0: because stop doing that.
1: It's patronizing. No patronizing here. You could use a bird buck, you know. You might. You could use a bird buck that you just recently acquired. I might. I might. I think I will. Okay. All right. You've you've used your bird buck that you've acquired sixty seconds ago. So just by being here.
0: So please continue. Okay, so I think that Kansas City is going to win this game because of the fact that their offense is just so unstoppable, completely unstoppable. And the defense really has come up in big situations, especially, you know, in the championship game against Buffalo and especially, especially uh, against Cleveland in the divisional round. And I just think that as phenomenal of a linebacking core and corners, whatever secondary that Tampa Bay has. Even if you have Levante, David and Shaquille Barrett on Travis Kelsey, it's he, he's unstoppable. He's absolutely unstoppable. So I think that uh, that Ken city wins this game. It is not going to be a blowout as comfortable as it would make me if it was just a blowout and the game wasn't, and the game was over by the second half. But I I do think Kansas City wins.
1: Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. Here's why. Tom Brady has a point to prove in this game. Simple as that. I think Tom Brady knows this is potentially his defining moment in his career. And that says a lot given all that Tom Brady has done and all that Tom Brady has accomplished throughout his historic career, no matter which way you look at it. He has the opportunity as the GOAT to take down the next guy, the next guy that can be the GOAT. Here's what I would say. In this Brady versus Mahomes battle. That's really what this is. This, this is really Brady versus Mahomes. If Mahomes beats Brady. I would say Mahomes is on the fast track to becoming. One of the greatest of all time, putting him in the potential to be that. And I think many people do already. I haven't seen enough yet, but it's getting there. Not, not, I haven't seen enough yet in terms of longevity. Of course, in performance, he's the best quarterback in the league right now by leaps and bounds. You know, For me to say that he's not on that track is a bit ignorant and ridiculous. With Brady, what he's going up against is he has the opportunity to ensure that Patrick Mahomes will never be the greatest of all time. That's what this game is. If Tom sure. Brady beats Patrick Mahomes in this game, doesn't matter how many trips to the Super Bowl or Super Bowl wins or MVPs Mahomes wins, he'll never be the GOAT.
0: If Patrick Mahomes wins seven Super Bowls,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is Patrick Mahomes the GOAT?
1: Is this assuming that Brady wins his game? Yes.
0: If Brady oh. wins this game, really?
1: I would take Brady over Mahomes pending Brady wins this game when it is all said and done. And we need to think about, you know, what do the chiefs look like when, when let's face it, Kelsey and Hill are out of their prime years. Obviously I think Kelsey has more longevity than Tyreek Hill does, but still, you you know you're you're talking about what is after that for the Chiefs and can Mahomes be the same Mahomes without those two guys? But that's that's a five year from now discussion that we're having. For now, I think it really what it really comes down to is I trust Tom Brady in this kind of moment. I think this Tampa Bay offense is really really good, and. I mean let's kind of say it for how it is. The Chiefs really haven't played anybody that has the offensive firepower that the Bucks have. Yes, I know they played Buffalo and you know there was Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, but all Kansas City had to do was take Stefan Diggs out of the game and we saw what Josh Allen really was. And he was good, but was he great? No, no. And that's one guy. So you're telling me, you know, Kansas City can't just double Mike Evans and say, you know, that's that. Because then that leaves Godwin in one-on-one, leaves Antonio Brown one-on-one, at least Gronk, at least Breit. I mean, there's just so many weapons for these Tampa Bay Buccaneers just launch downfield. And we've talked about the Chiefs defense time and time again. It's a bend, don't break defense. And I just have questions as to whether or not the Chiefs are going to be able to stop the Bucks' offense. And quite frankly, I do trust the Bucks' defense a little bit to slow down the Chiefs' offense. So what it really comes down to is I trust the Bucs' defense more than I trust the Chiefs. And that's why I think the Bucs win the game. All right.
0: In my years as a Jets fan, I know that you should never put your faith in a Todd Bulls' defense before a game starts. You know Todd Bowles led defense before, but at least before a game starts, the game, whatever happens during the game, happens during the game. But I mean, it's just too many, too many uh, scars from
1: poor time management, things like in the, that. In the last four weeks, I think I've learned what it's like to consistently hate and doubt on Tom Brady. It's something I've never done in my life. I've done it the last four weeks. And I ate it because my God, is he so good. He is incredible. And I'm looking forward to see him hoist the Lombardi trophy on Sunday. I'm really, really looking forward to it. All right, then.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. Yes, sir, we will. Yep. Well, I mean, one of the best free agent decisions that he could have possibly made. Because I don't think Tom Brady's here with any other team at this point. It depends. It depends not what other would have been. Any other team, but any other team that was looking for a quarterback. Let me let me clarify. Because I think he would have made the Super Bowl with Dallas. He would have made the Super Bowl with Green Bay. He probably would have made the Super Bowl with Seattle,
1: San Here's Francisco. One. Here's one for you. Would he have made the Super Bowl with Miami? Oh, fuck. Uh, that, that, that's one that just immediately popped into my head. That is a nightmare. That is would a have legi- gone to Super Bowl with the Chargers. Oh, yeah. I think you would have gone to the Super Bowl with the Chargers. I think so, too. And that's, that's nothing. That's no disrespect towards Justin Herbert, because Herbert's great. But we're talking about Justin Herbert versus the greatest quarterback of all time. So, you know, it's like... You know, you have to have the conversation. But Herbert... Herbert will get the Chargers to the Super Bowls. Like I, 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 at least I believe so. I hope so. I believe it for I the sake of the Chargers. Really I hope. I hope so. I think Herbert is really, really, really good.
0: Yeah, you know, that's a tough question. I think. You know what? I think that. Yeah, Brady would take Miami to a Super Bowl. Oh God, I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah, I know. I hate that so much. <laughs> yeah. Why did you put that? Why did you put that in my head? Oh. Would Tom, God. Brady,
1: t- would Tom Brady take the Jets to the Super Bowl? Oh god, that's even worse. Tom Brady is a member of Gang Green. Oh
0: god. That's Tom awesome. Brady would take Adam Gaze. Tom Brady would take Adam Gaze to a Super Bowl.
1: Oh, that's hideous. That is just
0: no. That's I'm not answering that question. I, no, I'm I don't obst- want you. I don't I'm,
1: want you to answer it. I'm abstaining. That's hideous. No, I don't even want to think about it. I'm sorry, I asked. I'd be a Giants fan for the entire postseason. like i would
0: take i would go on a hiatus (laughs) like nope i'm nope you would take sabbatical from from being a jets fan maybe for the intent if tom brady signed with the jets at that point i would take a sabbatical for the for the year i was like no no this is no no absolutely not nope nope he wants no part (laughs) nope that ring will be tainted (laughs) (laughs) yes it probably would All right, so uh, we're going to give you something a little, little different here. We are going to do a mock draft where we saw, where we had a little experiment on whether, on um, what the draft would, what a fantasy draft would turn out to be if you took Travis Kelsey in the first round. But that's still coming. That's still coming. Still but coming. I was going to say it's still coming next week. It'll be, it'll be here. But uh, Fantasy Pros just hasn't updated their uh, rankings for the draft because obviously there was a big trade that happened.
1: On Saturday, yeah, yes. We would you like to talk about that? I completely forgot that happened. Yeah, let's talk about that because before it, we it get is into the before we get into the crux.
0: Yeah, this is this is huge. This broke. This story broke. I was at work actually on Saturday at ten o'clock when I got this notification. I was like, "Oh my god!" I audibly said, "Holy shit." in the office. Thank God there was only like two people there, but Uh, I audibly, I audibly was like, Holy shit. Because this was a, this is a, a, I don't want to say it's a weird trade, but I think that this just makes the Rams into like legit contenders. Now with a, a quarterback, that's better than Jared Goff. Would you right now would you rather have Matt Stafford or Jared Goff? I think you know the answer
1: to that. Adam. I do. So, yeah. <laughs> I do. I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> I do. It it is Matt Stafford. Yeah, cuz Jared Goff is awful. Yes. I mean,
0: it's this is this is a sign, this is a trade that kind of that really could I don't want to say it could put the Rams over the top, but it definitely gets them closer into that situation. I'm I'd be interested interested to see how Matt Stafford goes or plays in this in the Sean McVay offense and what he does with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. I mean, if I'm Robert Woods, I'm like, oh god, this is amazing. I have Matt Stafford throwing me deep routes. I love it. I love it. Um and you know, if I'm the Lions, this is actually like, wow, I got a quarterback, like a stopgap potential quarter, a potential stopgap quarterback in Jared Goff, and I got first round picks done. Um, It's a weird trade, but I think it's a win for both teams.
1: It's a weird one. It definitely is a weird one. Um, I think... It's kind of in a way, it's kind of like what the Nets did in terms of getting Harden where I don't think you can judge this until you kind of know where the team's at in four or five years. You know, if the the Rams win a Super Bowl with Stafford, who the hell is going to say this was a bad trade? Nobody, nobody will say this is a bad trade. I think, though, that the winners of this trade were the Detroit Lions, and it's kind of crazy for me to say that because the Lions don't win anything. They do not win anything. And the fact the Lions were able to trade a 32-year-old aging quarterback for a guy who is younger can definitely be rebuilt a little bit with a whole new coaching staff, whole new ideas, things like that. But then they get two first-round picks and a third and a third to go with it i i really really well done by the detroit lions uh to be determined with uh with the rams side of it but the rams don't, they don't rams don't have a first round pick until 2025 yep they just that's, really hate that's diabolical they hate first round picks they hate the draft
0: yep oh god who was that that old washington coach He was uh he he like cut all of his rookies and fit. he was the coach of the over the hill gang. Joe Gibbs? No, it wasn't Joe Gibbs. It was I was gonna say I was about to say, what? No, there was one guy he's hold on. The over the hill gang? Yeah, that's what they were called because it's all old they're all old players. Uh oh, uh um um um, um, George Allen George Allen, that's who it is So George Allen, this reminds me of George Allen Because George Allen was like Fuck rookies, why should they get Their experience on my dollar Let them get experience somewhere else We're going to bring in old established Players and they won With that, I don't know if they
1: won a Super Bowl But well, it's kind of like It's kind of like what you would do in NHL, for example If you're in like career mode you see anybody that's under the age of 22 that doesn't have 85 overall or more. You're just like, I don't want these guys. Fuck that. But then you see free agent to start. You see 41-year-old Jerome McGinley, who's 87 overall. You're going to say, fuck yeah, I want that. And you go ahead and you sign Jerome McGinley and hope you win a Stanley Cup in your uh, in your first year. Oh, is that Zach Parise? I'll t- please, I'll take sure. it. Sure. Sure. Fuck my prospects. 85 overall for a 73. Oh, goodbye. welcome to the, welcome to the squad, Zach. But it's, it is kind of the same thing. Then you turn into the early 2000s Rangers. True. Very true. Um, So yeah, overall great trade by the lines. They're probably going to be terrible, but you know, something to build on. And as for the Rams, Pressure's on, but the ooh, the NFC West is going to be loaded next year. Oh my god! I know. Uh, honestly, I think Jared Goff
0: might actually have a hold. I'm holding that thought. I'm holding it. Okay. Actually, wait. Well, I'm not even going to be doing my bowl prediction for the Lions. Okay, so you can say it. So I think Jared Goff's going to have a bounce back year in 2021.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: I mean, it depends on where Kenny Galladay goes. If Kenny Galladay comes back or if you, you didn't take my uh, my bold
1: prediction for the lines so that's good
0: okay so yeah i think that detroit actually has some solid weapons in place they have deandre swift t.j hawkinson marvin jones jr which who could be
1: seeing an increased role well marvin jones is also a free agent fuck yeah marvin jones is also a free agent so really, right now it's it's just Swift and Hawkinson that are the surefire things that'll be there next year, and of course my son on Johnson. Right.
0: Well, it's a, I do think that the offense is is solid. Uh, that Jared Goff might be might do well, but I mean Jared Goff doesn't really have a history of throwing to the tight ends. I still think that he's that he could have a bounce back season depending on what the Lions do in free agency.
1: Well, I think if if T.J. Hawkinson's the only guy that is really there, it's running downfield. Then he may not have a choice. No, of course not. I mean, he ne- he's never J. had.
0: Hawkinson. He's never had a tight end like T.J. Hawkinson. Yes, that is true. Unless you somehow combine the skills of Gerald Everett and Tyler Higby into one super tight end. Well, that would be just
1: unbelievable. That'd be, and even that'd be then, iconic. And even then, even then, yes.
0: All right. So what we're really going to be doing today is bold predictions as we kind of alluded to uh we're gonna do bold predictions for all 32 nfl teams and we're basically going to be alternating here and it's going to be very interesting because Bert and i are going to be doing bold predictions about each other's teams the way that this works damn straight so all right starting off with the dallas cowboys and uh, we're going by division starting off in the nfc east and then going straight to the NFC West and then going to the AFC West and going up to the AFC East. So the uh, Dallas Cowboys. My bold prediction for the Dallas Cowboys is that Kellen Moore comes out of retirement to, (laughs) to back up Dak Prescott. I
1: hate you. Yeah, this is going to be okay. All right. I'll move it for the Jets. Okay. I'm for the Jets.
0: Well, actually, now you have to, you, you're you going to the Giants
1: here. Oh, I'm going, I have to go to the, to the Giants now. I have, I get to have my way with the, with the Giants fans. Yeah. Well, listen, I have to do a, a one, I have to do one for the Patriots. So
0: I wouldn't, it, it's not going to be fun.
1: Um, I'm going to say for the New York Giants, the bold prediction that I have is that the Giants will be cutting two or three big names. The Giants are in a very tough spot financially, and of course, they are going to have to find a way to potentially re-sign Leonard Williams. And even if they don't re-sign Leonard Williams, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of guys they are just going to go and draft um maybe guys to just take you know a little stabs on so the ball prediction that i have is the giants offensive line suffers and the giants the lease kevin zeitler
0: oh boy well he would be a pretty big uh, name on the market
1: he would be he would be cuz he he still is a quality guard um but he's in the final year of his deal which i believe if i remember correctly Carries around a fourteen and a half million dollar cap it for the Giants, which oh my god, for a thirty-one year old guard, I don't really know if you uh, you want to really uh, do that. And go, Are and you go sure you're not
0: thinking of Nate Solder?
1: No, I'm not thinking about Nate Solder. I'm thinking of Kevin Zeitler, I Promise. Okay.
0: Because uh, yeah, I mean, maybe that's why the Giants' cap situation is so terrible.
1: Well, they also do have Nate Solder still, but yes, that that's a whole other story. He'll, he'll, he'll sign a one-year deal back with New England. Watch.
0: And then he'll be incredible because Belichick true. works his voodoo magic. True. <laughs> Very true. All right. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, how can you make this not about the quarterbacks? I mean, it's true. just so hard. Like, honestly, I think that my bold prediction for the Philadelphia Eagles is that Carson Wentz wins his job back. Oh, that's bald. That, that is bald. And I think that they're bringing, you're bringing in Nick Sirianni, somebody in the Frank Reich slash Doug Peterson slash Andy Reid coaching tree. And I think that having somebody, even though he's not actually Frank Reich, he, could, he still has learned from Frank Reich and he knows how to get the most out of Carson Wentz from that season in 2018. I mean, in 2017. And I think that Carson Wentz does, uh, does win his job back. And I think that, you know, Doug Peterson starting Jalen Hurts over Wentz was kind of like a uh, kick in the pants sort of, you're not, your starting spot isn't guaranteed, that sort of thing. Um, but I think that really, Carson Wentz, you're paying Carson Wentz all this money. You have to give him a chance to win his starting job back. And I think that Carson Wentz is actually going to be pretty motivated now.
1: To do that now that now that Doug Peterson's gone, there's a point to prove for sure. If you are uh, Mister Mister Carson Wentz, all right, you are next. Washington Football Team. Um, Cam Newton will be the starting quarterback for the Washington Football Team week one of twenty twenty one. This is one that I think makes a ton of sense given the Ron Rivera connection. And Ron Rivera, of course, giving Cam Newton the best years of his career while in Carolina. Uh, there are a ton of questions about whether or not Washington is, they're going to have Alex Smith back. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, no, that they will not have Alex Smith back. And this is where I'm going down the avenue of the Washington football team going to Ron Rivera's old friend in Cam Newton. And I believe that the uh, Washington team will have Cam Newton as a starting quarterback in 2021.
0: Well, it worked last time when they went to Taylor Heineke.
1: Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And I think, you know, someone like Ron Rivera that knows Cam and knows what makes him tick and what doesn't. I think it's just, it, it's a match. It's, a, it's just perfect for for Washington. And I think they, I think they could draft a quarterback as well to hopefully develop, but any quarterback that they draft, they would not be throwing into the fire right away. So I think cam Newton is a great bridge quarterback to get you from, you know, a veteran guy to a younger guy.
0: All right. The Chicago bears. I think that the bears trade up and draft a quarterback. Oh, not that far. Not like to the jets spot. Cause that would be nuts. You know, how many picks that would take. A lot of picks, a lot of picks, a lot of picks, Um, but they, they would trade up to at least into the top 10 to draft a quarterback. I mean, this is a situation where, I mean, Nick Foles is there like for a while because his contract is uh, quite bad, but Trubisky, yeah, but uh, Trubisky is, I don't know. You, you saw flashes out of Trubisky, but he's not the answer. I don't think the true risk is the answer, and I mean that's not a bold prediction in and of itself.
1: No, I was, about, I was about to say, you're a very astute in your uh, your observance of Mitch yeah, Trubisky.
0: that is the the coldest. That is zero degrees Kelvin levels of takes. You're not wrong. Absolute zero. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the Bears do what?
1: Absolute zero. Yeah, that was something.
0: Well, that's what it is zero Kelvin is. Thank you zero. so much. Ah, <laughs> oh, Adam,
1: Adam, Adam, continue, please. Continue. Okay,
0: I know you wanted to say the thing that you usually say, but
1: you can't. Nope, Like I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. I don't recall. Hit my head, I forgot. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, I do think that. Uh,
0: the Bears do trade up and draft a quarterback because I think that uh, they just don't believe in Trubisky. And I mean, Trubisky is going to look worse, especially if Allen Robinson leaves. If and when Allen Robinson leaves in free agency, okay. And hopefully,
1: signs with the Jets. I hope. Hopefully, he doesn't. Please, God, no. Um, all right, so I'm on. I'm with the Lions. Correct. Um. Jared Goff will be throwing passes to Devonta Smith next year. And Ooh. my bold prediction is that the Lions draft Devonta Smith. And I think it makes a ton of sense, given what one of my other bold predictions will be, if by chance I do get them, which I hope I do, so that way I can kind of connect this. Um, but yes, I believe that uh, the number one receiver for the Detroit Lions next year will be Devonta Smith, the reigning husband Trophy winner from the University of Alabama.
0: Right. My bold prediction is that Matt LaFleur will never recover from not going for it on fourth and eight, and he will be fired at some point in the 2021
1: season. In the season? Well, in or after. In or after. Ah, okay. All right. All right. That that That's more accessible. I think we we're going to say he, the Packers were just going to suck. Can you imagine? That'd be something.
0: That would be terrible. No, I think that Matt LaFleur will be fired at some point either in or after the 2021 season, probably after the 2021 season because I don't remember. I mean, I do remember the last time that they did that was for Mike McCarthy and Mike McCarthy had the longest leash of any coach not named Bill Belichick.
1: Fair. That's very fair. Uh, I'm on the Vikings. Yep. All right. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings spend the offseason emphasizing their Defense And the Vikings defense was borderline pitiful this past year. It was definitely laughable, borderline pitiful. Like I said, they spend the off season looking to rebuild as much as they possibly can, but no promises that that gets done given the cap crunch that the Minnesota Vikings have.
0: Hello, Dalvin Cook.
1: Hello, Dalvin Cook is right. And goodbye, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> uh, I think I think one of the, the one of the key areas that they're probably going to miss out on is Anthony Harris, who they uh, franchise tagged last year. I don't think that he is probably going to be back, but you could see, you could definitely see the Vikings going and trying to just go defense heavy in this draft. I really, really think so.
0: All right, my bowl prediction for the Falcons. Uh, I think NFC that- South nfc south nfc south yes we are at the nfc south my bold prediction for the atlanta falcons is that matt ryan reunites with the man who gave him the best year of his career and that's kyle shanahan huh the atlanta falcons in it in
1: the same way that you have the the Goff and Stafford swap. You might have... Oh, you're saying the Falcons trade Matt Ryan to San Francisco. Yes, he's not getting cut. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you were saying that the Falcons bring on Kyle Shanahan as an offensive of coordinator. That's what I was getting at. Oh, no. That's what I thought. Okay. That's so- why I was like, what? I'm sorry? No, 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 no. I think that... Um,
0: the Atlanta Falcons are going to trade, would trade Matt's, uh, Matt Ryan to the 49ers for Jimmy Garoppolo. You saw that.
1: Oh, oh. The, the, the 49ers should be arrested, arrested for theft, for, for well, grand not, larceny.
0: Not straight up, but just, not straight up. But with Jimmy Garoppolo on picks.
1: And picks. And picks. Who's getting said picks? The Falcons are getting the picks. Oh, the Falcons are! <laughs> Grand larceny by the 49ers, if that happens. Grand yep. fucking larceny. I know. Remember how bad Jared Goff is? Jimmy Garoppolo is about 500 times that. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is terrible. I know. Anybody who trades for him, anybody who signs him, They should lose their jobs. They should lose their jobs. I mean, how else are you going to – what are you going to do? Are you going to trade Jimmy G to somewhere else? John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, borderline, should have lost their jobs just by giving him that monstrosity of a contract in the first place. (laughs) Idiots. And now they're wondering, oh, wow, maybe they'll attach some picks to trade him. Yeah, no shit. He sucks. Yeah. (sighs) hmm this, this gets me very very antsy i'm sorry very very antsy uh am i, am I the panthers mm-hmm. oh fuck oh, this is such a terrible one um i'll go i'll go with a basic one um the carolina panthers do re-sign mike davis and i think we saw this year that mike davis on a one-year prove-it deal was very good for them in the absence of Christian McCaffrey. And they are going to go with more of a proven insurance policy in case something does happen to McCaffrey in 2021. Obviously the backup there is, I believe it is fuck. I forget the the guy's name off the top of my head. I think it's a Roger Bonifon. No, it's not Bonifon. It was somebody else that was stealing all the touches. It was a a rookie. I can't, I can't think of the guys name on top of my head, but uh, Mike Davis, Rodney Smith, Rodney Smith, thank you. I knew it was Smith, but I I kept going to George Smith. I knew it wasn't right. Uh, Yes, Mike Davis. Now we'll go. We'll go back to Carolina, and he will be the uh, like the two A to Rodney Smith, and then uh, Chris McGaffrey of course, will be the number one. But I think Mike Davis is back in in Carolina. All
0: right, Uh, I'm up with New Orleans. Thank God, I missed I uh, I missed Tom Brady. Thank goodness. Oh, I get Tom Brady. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent! Awesome. Uh, the New Orleans Saints. This is an interesting one. This is a bold prediction, but I doubt that this happens. But I think that oh, you get the Saints. I wanted this one. Fuck. I think the Saints don't trust Taysom Hill to be their full-time starter, and they and they trade for somebody
1: like Kirk Cousins. Huh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you can you speak louder in the microphone, please? They trade for who? Kirk Cousins. Who? Kirk Cousins. Kirk, Cousins. Wow. Wow. Interesting. All right. I mean, I mean, this is one I will give my bold prediction for because it is exactly in line with your thinking. Exactly in line. Except for the Kirk Cousins part, apparently. Except for the Kirk Cousins part, yes. My bold prediction was that the, the Saints re signed Jameis Winston. He's a starter week one next year. Oh, my God. Standing on the corner, Jameis Winston, New Orleans, Louisiana—such a fine sight to see. Oh God!
0: Why well, they? I just thought they were gonna—they would trade for for an established veteran. Kirk to...
1: Cousins. Oh
0: no! It's because he was—he's been his name's been popping up in trade rumors. The 49ers wanted to trade for Kirk Cousins for God's sake. The most
1: boring quarterback with the most boring head coach imaginable. Sean Payton it's... is not boring. The Saints would just be pitiful. Sean Payton is not boring. Which is excellent. Oh, yes. Oh, no, Adam. I want that to happen. Trade for Kirk Cousins. Trade for mediocrity. Please. Fuck the Saints. Would you rather I
0: said that Michael Thomas gets traded to the Jets? No. For three first-round picks?
1: No. Don't give the Saints a new dynasty. Please. Fuck that. Fuck everything about the Saints. You get you Tampa Bay. Uh, Tom Brady is back next year. Whether he wins or loses on Sunday, Tom Brady is back next year. Ugh. That Ugh. Sucks. Ugh. Ugh.
0: Yeah, exactly. My thoughts, my thoughts exactly.
1: Ugh. Sorry. Tom Brady back next year. Easy.
0: All right. The Arizona Cardinals. My prediction for the Cardinals is if the Cardinals don't make the playoffs, in 2021, Cliff Kingsbury is going to be thrown out. Thrown out the door. He's going to be fired out of Trevor Jay.
1: <laughs> I got to say, I'd be very happy if that were to happen because fuck Cliff Kingsbury. He's he's a very hateable man. Actually, my
0: bold prediction is that Cliff Kingsbury is the most overrated coach in the NFL. Right there with Mike McCarthy. Bravo. Bravo, bravo. Were they both final? Where is... Uh- Kingsbury a finalist for the Cowboys
1: job? Well, I guess you had Jason Garrett at that point. So Yeah, it was Jason Garrett at that point. So the only the only other guy that we interviewed for that head coaching job was Marvin Lewis. So really, if you want to talk about a finalist, it was Marvin Lewis or Mike McCarthy. Oh god. <laughs> terrible and even worse. I'll let you figure out which one is terrible and which one is even worse. Anyway, what's your prediction for the Rams? No, they have um, Matt Stafford. Actually, it's not about Matt Stafford. The Rams finally commit to Cam Akers as their number one running back, and Cam Akers rushes for thirteen hundred yards next year. Why does this sound like wish fulfillment for you? Because it is. Okay. Because it definitely is. I mean, I love I do I love Cam Akers next year. I love him. I love him. I love him. All right. With the with the trade by the by the way, with the trade that occurred, Cam Akers is now a top 12 running back for me next year. Wow. Yep. Yeah, actually. He is he has moved up.
0: My prediction for the 49ers is that the 49ers will finally Get a actually not finally because I think Brandon Ayuk is definitely has a potential to be a number one receiver for them. But I think they're gonna the 49ers are gonna get a great receiver compliment Brandon Ayuk in the draft.
1: Hmm. Okay, interesting. Yep. They're being 12, Yang.
0: So they could if they have somebody like. I mean, Jamar Chase is going to be available. I think Jamar Chase is going to be gone. Jalen Waddle? Potentially. Potentially. And then, honestly, that's kind of it, really. Unless they like Rashad Bateman.
1: Yeah, Ooh. and then they have, um, and there's the, the, the receiver from Purdue as well. Who, who would that be? His name is, off the top of my head, Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore. Yes, that's the one. All right, that's the guy that a lot of people seem to to like a lot. I I have not seen enough of him. Um, but I've heard enough good things. Rashad, Rashad Bateman. I've seen more than enough of, and Rashad Bateman. He's he's a beast.
0: You'll be know the crazy thing. The craziest curveball pick ever would be. The 49ers draft Kyle Pitts, and now you have like the greatest tight end tandem of all time.
1: Yeah, I'd be nasty. That really would be nasty. I want Dallas to, to draft Kyle Pitts. Just go over the top. I want
0: the Jets to be like, fuck it, we're trading back. We're drafting Kyle Pitts.
1: I mean, that would that would help. That would help Sam Darnold. Yeah, it definitely would. Joe
0: Douglas will never do it. He's too conservative. This is true. He'd be like, we're going to take another tackle, or a guard.
1: Very true. Or a defensive
0: end. No, that's that's that is the Tannenbaum method. <laughs> yes, that's true. that, that is true. <laughs> oh, uh, Muhammad Wilkerson's available. Let's take him. <laughs> that totally worked out for for a bit. <laughs> Why don't you give your uh, prediction about the Seahawks while I figure out who we passed up over Muhammad Wilkerson in 2011?
1: Oh, you really want to go down that avenue? Yeah, I do. It's not a good place. I can tell you. I can tell you that right now. Um, prediction for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, this is a very, very, very bold one. I want to just point that out. Um. I'm gonna say the Seattle Seahawks release Chris Carson. Holy shit! I I I'll,
0: I'll say that's why. For two, that's for two reasons. First is that you know who the, you know who got picked the, the pick after Muhammad Wilkerson. Oh god! He's still in the league, by the way. Okay, Cameron Hayward. Oh, ouch!
1: Oh, yikes! Oh, that's a big yikes! Oh, Adam! Oh, Adam! Oh no! I can see the smoke rising from your head.
0: I mean, honestly, that was kind of like really—I don't know—a lot of a lot of kind of like meh in this area. I mean, Andy Dalton was picked in the second round at thirty-five. Ugh, terrible and- pick. Kaepernick was picked right after him. Ugh. Terrible pick. I mean, Kyle Rudolph was Ugh, here in the second round. Terrible pick. Randall Cobb. Terrible pick. Anyway, what about Lots DeMarco Murray picks. in the third round?
1: Great pick. Excellent pick. Kings of Value. Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Outstanding pick. Outstanding. Anyway. So yeah, uh, you think Chris Carson is going to get released? Uh, it's a bold prediction, yes. Um, but the Seattle Seahawks are in a bit of a cap bind, and I do believe the Seahawks may try and find a cheaper alternative to Carlos. To excuse me, to Chris Carson in the draft, and that is where the foundation of Chris Carson getting released from.
0: So, how many years does Carlos Hyde have in his con- At his contract, uno. So we- in the sense that he's a free agent next year? He's
1: a free agent this year.
0: Okay, so if they cut Chris Carson, so it's gonna be whoever they draft at running back mm-hmm. and Rashad Penny.
1: And they could also re-sign Carl Side. And or DJ Dallas. It will not take much to re sign Carl Side. Probably. So they can not. Very, very easily bring back Carl Side and then whomever there they they draft will be will be the guy. Because it's no secret too that Chris Carson has had his durability issues, so you know I I could see if they're in, if they're in a huge bind, which they are, they could be making some big name cuts, and I think Chris Carson could be one of them. I think Carlos Dunlap could be another one. So it's just something to uh, to definitely monitor. All right,
0: my bold prediction for the Broncos going to the AFC West now, okay, is that Von Miller will be wearing another team's jersey. By week one of 2021. Stole mine. It's yep. exactly the same
1: one that I had. Only just worded differently. I do to get traded either? Nope. I think right. it's cut. Yep. And it's cut outright.
0: Seems like it. It would, that would be a jet signing for us to sign Von Miller. I would. Oh my God. I would love him in Dallas. Oh my
1: God. I would love him in Dallas. <sighs> <laughs> oh, that would be so beautiful. Nothing says go after a cycled old veteran like going after Von Miller. Actually, it's more of a Dallas signing than the Jets. It is a Dallas signing. I mean, hell, we were the, we were players for the first time in free agency for the last 10 years. And we went and signed Gerald fucking McCoy, who didn't even play a game for us. And Everson Griffin. And Everson Griffin. I completely forgot about him. Completely forgot that Everson Griffin was a thing. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Von Miller, please. Oh, please, that'd be awesome. That'd be so great. Come on. He would come home to Texas. It's
0: true. He would. Oh,
1: that would be exciting. That'd be great. Get Dak under contract. And bring in Von Miller. Fire Kellen Moore out of a Trebuchet. Try and fit Mike McCarthy in there as well. Fire him out of the Trebuchet once he fits. Excellent. All right. What is your prediction for the Kansas And by the elections? way, that I, I was not I, – I, that, that could be could, that could be misconstrued as a fat joke for Mike McCarthy. That was not a fat joke. That was insinuating that we're putting Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy into the same trebuchet and we're firing them out together.
0: Yes. My, well, I thought – Just to that, clarify. I thought that you were going to put him in and then starve him until he fits – and until he and <laughs> Kellen Moore fit in trebuchet. And they can fire him out.
1: Oh, I was trying to do some damage control. And Adam just goes and says, oh, nope. Let's rip this up. Oh, no, fuck you. Fuck you and your damage control. Oh, Adam, we're going to be off the air. Jerry Jones and his attorneys are going to come after us. We're
0: going to be no, off the fine. air.
1: we have nothing. Oh. Oh. It was nice. This podcast that I built. It was a great time. Oh, my God. Bring an item to fill in during a pandemic. I don't want to hear it. And he's the guy who ruins it. I don't want to hear it. Ruins it. Nothing happens. Ruins it. Um, is this the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. Wow, yes. look at the Chiefs. That's nice.
0: Yep. I like that one. Couldn't um, think of anything for the Chiefs, so it's probably good that you have them.
1: Excellent. Great news. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs release Mitchell Schwartz, their best offensive lineman. And I say that because the Kansas City Chiefs are in cap hell for next year. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be $18 million over the cap next year. That is according to Spot And Mitchell, cat, is that the uh, cap friendly, but for football? Yes. So he basically would save the chiefs 6 million dollars in cap space which still has them 12 million over but they would be able to work on you know restructuring contracts and and things like that but getting that 6 million off the books would be a good start and Mitchell Schwartz would then go and definitely 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 find a oh. a new yep. team to go play for cuz Jack cause Mitchell Schwartz is 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 excellent oh my Negative 18 million. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Oh, my. Yeah. It's bad. It's very bad. Yep.
0: Who would have thought? Can you imagine a world where Frank Clark has more, has a higher cap hit than Patrick Mahomes?
1: They could cut him too. You don't need to imagine it because we're living in that world currently. I don't know what his dead cap hit would be, but it, they could cut him too. Man. He's got a higher cap it than Mahomes. He does. That's that's obscene. Only by
0: like a million. Still.
1: That's fucking criminal. His base um,
0: salary is eighteen million dollars. Did they just sign Patrick Mahomes to a reverse Zach Parise contract?
1: <laughs> they might have, <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: His base salary this year is $990,000. Mm-hmm. Or does his extension not kick in yet but for a couple of years down the, down the road? It may not kick road.
1: in. It may not kick in. And what maybe they did was they they just converted everything to a signing bonus or a roster bonus, or something like that. That's like fucking cheating. Oh, that happens all the time. It's ridiculous. I know. The Cowboys are kings at that. The amount of times I see, oh, the Cowboys restructure Sean Lee's contract to save $3 million against the cap. Oh, where's the three million go? Roster bonus. Just make the fifty-three. You get three billion bucks. Yep. Anyway, uh,
0: so the Las Vegas Raiders. This is an interesting one to have a a bold prediction for. I mean, I could just go out on a limb and say that Derek Carr is not going to be there. Derek Carr is going to get traded to a team in need of a quarterback like. Pittsburgh. It's not a bad one. It's not and bad honestly, one. it might not be a terrible idea.
1: No. No, I don't think it's a terrible idea at all.
0: Although I kind of want to see where Pittsburgh is salary cap wise, if they can even take on that contract.
1: Well, the Raiders would probably have to eat some of that
0: money. Oh, God. Do you want to know how much uh, cap
1: space the Steelers have? Uh, They're not a lot. Negative 28 million. Oh, that's bad. And they also have to re sign uh, Bud Dupree and Juju. Yikes.
0: Big Ben has a $41 million cap hit. Yeah. And he's terrible.
1: Yep. Yep. Much much discussed. Much discussed too in uh, in Steeler land. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's not a bad one. It's not a bad predict- bull prediction at all. Maybe not like the Steelers because they have no money, but. Any team that needs a quarterback. Yes. Yeah, I think that's fair. Washington, Washington could be a fit for that. New England, Ugh. possibly, possibly. You know, I think the Pats end up drafting a quarterback, but maybe I'll get them. Maybe I'll get them. Maybe I won't. I'll tell you who the quarterback is, but I'll tell you anyway. I'm going to get um, them. Was that?
0: I'm getting them because you're. you're getting okay. All
1: right. So the the Patriots are going to take back Jones. All right. Patriots are going to take back Jones. Um. All right. So I'm, I'm I get the Chargers. Mhm. Uh the Chargers draft Kyle Pitts. Oh
0: my god. Well, that's actually, yeah. I mean, Hunter Henry's going to be free agent. Yep, and this it just makes all the sense in the world.
1: Yep, I don't think Hunter Henry goes back to the Chargers. And I think that the Chargers go out and they do draft Kyle Pitts.
0: Oh, this is going to be fun. I have Houston. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! I love it. I love it. The Houston Texans are going to trade Deshaun Watson to the New York Jets for the for their two first round picks this year, the Seattle pick next year, and Ashton
1: Davis. I don't think this could be enough. Honestly, it's gonna be enough? I don't think it's going to be enough. I think everyone, everyone would say that if Matt Stafford is worth two first round picks, 32 year old Matt Stafford what is Deshaun Watson, top five QB in the league, not even in his prime yet, going to be worth. You can do it for three first round well, picks. That's not bad. I think it, Yeah, take. It might take four, which is crazy, which is ludicrous. That is pretty ludicrous. But if I you think, it, think you, if you think the Jets can rebuild their roster this year in with free no eight, draft picks, with no draft picks to speak of, and they just have Deshaun Watson and they throw a back truck of cash to Allen Robinson, and now if you could tell me Deshaun Watsons to be throwing passes to Allen Robinson, now that. There is where I would love Allen Robinson. Deshaun Watson,
0: Allen Robinson. Deshaun Watson throwing passes to Allen Robinson. And imagine Jameson, Crowder if
1: Henry goes to the Jets.
0: That would be beautiful. Allen Robinson, Hunter Henry, Denzel Mims, and Jameson Crowder.
1: Adam, what would you do if Hunter Henry signed with the New York Jets?
0: I'd be very happy. I'll tell you that.
1: The Same time. tight end, Hunter Henry, signing with the New York Jets. I didn't mention your name. I didn't mention your name, Adam, so I'm not, not, not violating your bird, Buck. No, you're not. I'm just, I, I, just, I just think it's funny. I'm a very funny guy. What can I say? Indianapolis.
0: What do you have for Indianapolis?
1: Well, it goes against your bold prediction earlier. Sorry. Uh, Carson Wentz will be the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts in 2021.
0: All right. I can see that happening.
1: I, I makes all the sense well, in the world. We've talked about bold. it. I don't think it's super bold either, but it's bold enough to say that the Colts and the Eagles make a trade in which Carson Wentz mm-hmm. is going to the guy that he basically was an MVP winner with if he didn't hurt his knee yeah. in Frank Reich. So I guess that's where the ball this comes in. But we've we've talked about this just so many times on this show that it's, it's borderline nauseating.
0: Here's the real question. Okay. If Matt Sta- so this is like the Deshaun Watson thing. Right. You know, if Matt Stafford is worth two first-round picks and Jared Goff, uh-huh. how much is Carson Wentz worth?
1: That's a very good question. That's a very good question. I would probably think because it depends on how much the Colts would take on in terms of salary, because the Colts have a fuck ton of cap space, a fuck ton. So the Colts could end up just saying, you know what? We'll take on this contract. We'll take it on in full. We'll give you a fourth or fifth round pick. Eagles assume no dollars of that contract. Oh my God. They get it clean off their books. And the Colts take it on. They have very easily do that about $60 million in cap space. There you go. I believe is number two or three going into next season. I know the Patriots are one and the Jets are two.
0: Yeah. The Jets have 62
1: million. Yes. And the Patriots are number one. I know that for, for a fact.
0: That feel when your highest earner is Jameson Crowder. Your highest cap hit is Jameson Crowder.
1: Just rolling in cash over in, uh, in Ashbury Park.
0: And then your third highest is Henry Anderson, who's terrible. Ugh. Yeah, it's, that's rough. Anyway, uh, so Jacksonville. I think that for Jacksonville, Urban Meyer is going to retire after his first season, citing health issues. <laughs>
1: You you know what's so bad is I said to myself, please don't be a prediction about Urban Meyer's health.
0: I just I, and here it is. I legitimately think I don't know what do you want me to say. Allen Robinson's going to sign with Jacksonville, and he's going to put up. He's going to be with old- Trevor Lawrence. That would be that would be exciting. He's going to be an all-pro with Trevor Lawrence.
1: He's going to be an all-pro wherever, wherever he goes.
0: Yeah, but... Man's
1: a king. He is.
0: Okay. Uh, Urban Meyer aside, I think Allen Robinson would try is going to try and make things right in Jacksonville and sign with the, with the Jaguars.
1: Huh? Huh? <laughs> Did you just say Allen Robinson is going to sign with Jacksonville?
0: You imagine how crazy would that be?
1: That's bold. Fair play, Adam. No, that well, is bold.
0: Well, I don't. I don't want it to necessarily be just about Urban Meyer, but I do think that he's probably going to retire
1: after after the season. Very bold prediction, Adam. I love it.
0: <laughs> that's Al what Robinson we're here for.
1: Trevor Lawrence. Wow, that's a that's a duo. Alan Robinson's trying. You know, it's kind of like.
0: I can't really think about. I can't think of anything off the top of my head where a I, player just I, comes back. I and love it. Makes things right with a team after le- after he leaves them in free agency.
1: It seemed like he just didn't like it there when he was in Jacksonville. Think of it. Think of it as like a uh, Matthew Flamini who was at Arsenal, then left Arsenal on a Bosman free transfer, signed for AC Milan, then left AC Milan on a said Bosman free transfer to sign for Arsenal once again and scored two goals, including a worldie in the FA cup against Spurs. Now that is called a free agent coming back to make things right with his former employer. Yeah, that sounds about right. We love Matthew Flamini. That is a guy he is looking to say at the world at this moment. He's the founder, by the way, of a, of a, Biodegradable uh, pharmaceutical company or something like that, and he's worth like a zillion dollars. Good for him. That's not even a joke. He is worth like a zillion dollars. Good for him. And that was after making professional footballer salary. Good for him. Good for him. That's a king.
0: That would be like if Stan Kroenke so sells Arsenal and then they and then Arsenal brings back Mesut Ozil when he's forty.
1: All for it. All for it. I am T That's a guy. That's a king.
0: Or that would be like Man City hiring Vinnie back as a as
1: manager. Uh, it's like it's like Man City bringing back Roberto Mancini when the uh, oh. when the Saudis are gone.
0: Oh, oh God.
1: <laughs> How about Manuel Pellegrini?
0: You know, if you asked me this question like maybe two years ago, I'd be like, Yeah, sure. What? Yeah, sure. Fine.
1: I have one. I have one. That's like Chelsea bringing back Andre villas Boas after Abramovich leaves.
0: That would be like Chelsea bringing back Mourinho for the third time.
1: That's like Chelsea bringing back
0: Lampard. Oh, God.
1: Bye, Fat Frank. Bye. You know what? You
0: know what it'd be like? It would be like if Man United brought back David Moyes.
1: Well, he'd be better managing and only going to Solskjaer.
0: Just that is that a fact.
1: Here. Amen. We agree on David something. David Moyes is going to be playing in Europe
0: next year. Ugh,
1: stop it! Stop it! Can you imagine? I hope so. I hope so. That'd be awesome.
0: Can you imagine a world where Man United is going to be playing? Could be playing in the Europa League, and David Moyes could be playing in the Champions League. That would be West Ham.
1: That would be amazing. Man City, Liverpool, Leicester, West Ham as the Champions League teams, yep. and United in the Europa League. And Tottenham miss out, that'd be awesome.
0: Brian Ginio would be doing cartwheels.
1: Yes, he would. Yes, he would.
0: Anyway, what is your bold prediction for the Titans, the least bold team in the NFL?
1: Uh the Tennessee Titans will be without the number one receiver next year. And no, I'm not talking about AJ Brown. AJ Brown's still signed to his stop. It. Still on his rookie. Is still on his rookie contract. You are on crack. You should know this by now. The number one receiver for the Tennessee Titans is Corey Davis. Corey Davis will not be back in Tennessee next year.
0: Isn't John Smith also on his rookie contract? I mean –
1: John is also on his rookie contract, too, I believe.
0: Yeah. So both the number one receivers are on the rookie contracts.
1: I can't with you. I can't with you. Next. I just – okay. Baltimore. Oh, this is the one I wanted. Fuck.
0: You want to trade? I'll trade happily. What do you want? I'll, I'll take, I'll, hmm. I'll take Cleveland. Done. Okay.
1: Done. Uh, Baltimore signs Kenny Galladay. That's
0: a big one. I was kind of <laughs> going in that direction. I was thinking that they were going to sign or trade for a wide receiver.
1: Yep. That was that. I, that's the one that I wanted. That's the one that with the Detroit, when we said that they were going to draft Devonta Smith. Uh, this is where we tie it all together because Baltimore comes in and they sign Kenny Galladay and they give Lamar Jackson a true number one receiver. And it's no disrespect to Hollywood Brown, because Hollywood Brown will still be a very, very good number two, but in terms of getting him a big bodied wide receiver, they bring in Kenny Galladay and he becomes the new number one in Baltimore. All right. Uh, The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh man, that would
0: have been, you imagine if Cincinnati signed, uh, Sign with the
1: Bengals, Kenny
0: Galladay and Joe Burrow, with That'd Joe Mixon,
1: Penty Higgins. But my my daddy prediction was going to be something else. It does involve a receiver, but go ahead. Uh, A.J. Green has played his last game for the Cincinnati Bengals. Good man. Good man. Great pick. Yep. Great pick. And I'll, can I complete your thought with my bold prediction? Yes. Jamar Chase is a member of the Cincinnati Bengals next year. Wow. We're getting the band back together, huh? We're getting the band back together. But that, Adam, that receiving trio, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. Ooh, that oh. That receiving yeah. trio is nice. And you can, if you can tell me that Joe Burrow is at half full health and just slowly but surely gets back to full fitness. oh, Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness! I mean that that if they can just build an offensive line and build themselves a, a defense, the Bengals team could be good. I mean they might put up forty six, but they better not allow forty seven next year.
0: Yep, that's the uh, Mike D'Antoni school of offense.
1: It's a shame that Zach Taylor is the head coach because my God, can that guy not lead anything? Yeah, no, he can't. He's awful. Um.
0: My prediction for the Cleveland Browns is that the Cleveland Browns sign Matthew Judon in free agency.
1: Hmm. I like it. They need That'd pass be... rushing help.
0: Yep. I like it. The, Ra- like the Ravens can't sign. I don't think the Ravens can sign both Judon and Yannick Ngakwe. To large contracts, Mm-mm. they cannot. They have to pick. They have to pick one. Yep. It's it's going to be a tough decision, but I, I think that uh, they let Judon walk, and Judon
1: goes to the uh, Cleveland Browns. My bold prediction for Cleveland, very quick, would have been they trade Odell. Yeah, very quick, but that 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 I don't think is like is like super bold or anything. I think that's just that's like that's pretty much what everybody expects that you know that Odell won't be on uh, Cleveland next year. Um, yep. so Pittsburgh for me. Yep. Can you believe Patrick Peterson is a free agent? No, I cannot believe Patrick Peterson is free agent. He, he will be. Uh, the Steelers draft a quarterback in the first round of the NFL draft. Well, that is not a shock. Nope. Nope. That is not a shock. This might be. Mm-hmm. And I guess this, this, this kind of ties into, um, you know, the, the boldness of this take. Uh, the quarterback that the Steelers draft in the first round will be starting for them by week 10. I think you're being too generous. <laughs> wow, you think I'm being too
0: generous? Wow. I think you're being too generous. I think it's going to be by week six. Wow. Wow. Although, I mean, Mike Tomlin
1: loves... Big Ben so much. He loves Big Ben. Yes, that's the drug he can't get off of. But I think there comes a point. That's like Heisenberg the, and crystal meth.
0: When the Steelers are like two and four or something, they're gonna have to make a
1: change. I can't. I can't believe you just let the Breaking Bad re- reference just go. Pew! I know. I'm sorry. That was a great reference. I was very. It was proud a of great that. reference. It was
0: a great reference. I love Breaking Bad. Great program. One of the highlights of RTV F10. I couldn't agree more. Ten. No, it was six. It was sixteen. That's what it was. Sixteen. Sixteen. Ten was ten was the film class. Yeah, ten was the four hour monstrosity. I I took I had the twice a week version of it. I was able to get into it, thank goodness. The twice a week version. Because one of my twice- friends Yeah, one of my friends took the four hour version and they I was like, How? That's awful.
1: I'd die. I would die.
0: Did you take the you took the twice week version too? I didn't take ten. Oh,
1: really? I did not take ten. I thought you had to take ten. No, you did not take ten. Oh. I had you fun. Took anyway. it off,
0: Adam. I well, it was a, it it was a requirement for something. It oh, filled it? it filled a requirement. Hmm. But I, I did not take ten. Oh. Fun fact. Maybe it's part of a cluster? I don't know. Anyway. Could have been. Uh I guess I'm up for Buffalo. Yeah, oh, man, I got nothing for Buffalo. They're just good.
1: I I'll, hate I'll, it. I'll, I'll take them. Take Buffalo. I'll take it on. All right. What do you? uh Well, it, it's between. So I would have the Jets in Miami. Yeah, I'll give you Miami.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I Miami. mean, it would make more sense. You, you have only op. You the only option is Miami because
1: you're you're going to take the Jets. Perfect. We'll give you Miami then. Um, Buffalo. Sign Aaron Jones in free agency. Oh, that would just be, that would just be just filthy. Absolutely filthy. That's the one thing that they need more than anything is they need a proven runner and Aaron Jones can be that guy. And I think that is the way that Buffalo decides to go. That
0: is, that is horrifying.
1: Yeah. Yep. That is the way I'm going to go. Aaron Jones.
0: Uh, the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins will trade to Tua Tagovailoa to the Houston Texans in a Deshaun Watson trade.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know what I said before with the Jets. Aha, okay. I'm just making sure. I know what I said before. Okay, all right, that's fair. I'm just, check- I'm just checking. If it's not enough, if if what the Jets have is not
0: enough. Miami can throw in Tua, and that is like putting their finger on the scale. That is, that is the thumb on the scale. Is Tua Tagovailoa.
1: Fair. I can accept that trade. Yeah. Tua and picks. I can accept that for Sean Watson. Yep. I think that's fine. Oh God. That'd give me nightmares. But I, I can't wait to hear what you say about New England. I I, I can't wait. L- literally, I am giddy with anticipation. The New
0: England Patriots uh, stick with Jared Stidham at quarterback.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Is that they, what you want or what you think? I'm going to let you answer that question. Fair. I want. I would like to let you and our listeners answer that question who have been listening to this podcast as long as it's been on. Very fair.
1: Okay, so we know the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: What do I actually think they're going to do? I don't know. They're going to trade. I would think that they – honestly – If Jimmy G doesn't get traded for Matt Ryan, I think that Bill Belichick trades back for him.
1: Interesting. Very interesting. You really
0: think what I, if you really want me to to give an actual answer of what I think they might do, it's probably that, like a bold one. But I hope that they just stick with Jared Stidham because he looks terrible.
1: New York Jets time? Yep. Oh, I can't wait for this. After what I said with the Cowboys, I cannot wait. Um, Joe Namath comes out of retirement and is the starter for the Jets in week one. Oh, he
0: didn't. Joe Namath didn't have knees when he was playing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my legit bold prediction, because I at least am a nice guy and actually give a bold prediction that is serious, unlike Adam, who was saying that Kellen Moore had come out of retirement. The silly, you want silliness, the extent, at least that's more plausible. Uh, Alan Robinson signs with the New York Jets. Okay. That is, Uh, I don't want it to happen, but it makes too much sense for it not to happen. Do you want me to give you an actual bull prediction for the Cowboys? Sure. Okay. I think. My question, does it involve Dak? It does not involve Dak. Oh, okay. I am even more intrigued.
0: The Dallas Cowboys involves the defense because the defense was not good at all. Pitiful. The Dallas Cowboys signed Patrick Peterson in free
1: agency. Well, I would fucking love that. I would love that trade for Patrick Peterson, or excuse me, sign Patrick Peterson or trade for Stephon Gilmore. Yes, I would love that.
0: Well, I think that trading for Stephon Gilmore is a bit less plausible.
1: Well, he's on the last year of his deal. Oh boy, it's on the last year of his deal, so you could trade. A second round or third round pick for, for Gilmore and I think that could get the job done. Either that or they draft Patrick Sertan. Fucking hell, I love that. T- Patrick Sertan, I would love. That would be oh my God. And you, then they you, sign like Melvin Ingram or something. Oh if Melvin Ingram if Melvin Ingram well he no, this is last year Melvin Ingram's contract. He's, He's a, a free agent. Yeah. I Adam, you're just making me salivate. Don't say I never did nothing nice for you. Well, you haven't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> what a downer.
1: Oh. Uh, oh my God, Patrick, I, I, I mean, hey, I, I, I love it. Patrick right. Peterson, hell yeah! All right, here we are
0: at the end of this bold prediction. That was well. This is a fun exercise. It's a very fun exercise. Great content. This is pe- peak speculation hours. Yes, it is. Prime yep. filler content. We have no fucking idea what's going to happen. No free agents have signed. Nope. No draft picks have been picked. Nope. nope. It's all speculation. Yep. Yep. All these owners and general managers in their press conferences saying, oh, we, we love... We love our players. We, do, we don't have any sort of ill will towards Deshaun Watson. Yep. Lying straight to everybody's face. Yep. Yep. Bob McNair sitting in heaven saying, I didn't die for this. <laughs> You're ruining my franchise.
1: <sighs> oh, Bob McNair. Oh God.
0: Uh, you can cut this if it sounds too too in poor taste, but I think uh, in Houston the inmates are running the prison.
1: Oh, oh my God! <laughs> now we're definitely going to run off the air. Not if you don't leave it in. True. Don't maybe will, it in. Maybe I won't.
0: Well, I mean, it was it was a horrible thing to say, even at the time. It sounded like he was, tra- he was like, taken over by a soul from the 1950s.
1: A pretty damn stupid
0: thing to say at the time, yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, he fucked up. The- not only did he fuck up a common idiom, but also he made it sound even worse. Yes, that that is true. That is true. Even the, even the actual idiom as it is th- isn't great when you think about it. No, but it's less offensive than that. Yes. It is less offensive than that. Way less, which is saying a lot. Yes it is, indeed. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk podcast fantasy show. You can find all episodes of the Basement Talk podcast, the quiz and the debate and also this show, the fantasy show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. We are on so many different platforms now and giving our listeners so many different ways to listen. Oh, to the we're, just, podcast family of podcasts.
1: we're just for the people. That's what we do. We are
0: the people's podcast. The people's podcast. Put that on a t-shirt. Put
1: that on a fucking t-shirt.
0: Next week, hopefully, we'll be, talk, we'll be doing our mock draft.
1: And hopefully draft celebrating the Super Bowl win by Tom Brady
0: and hopefully celebrating the next step on a goat-like career
1: of Patrick Mahomes. You are high. I am not. Probably wish you were. I don't. On life, kids. On life. Okay. On life, yes. (laughs) Not on hallucinogenic substances.
0: Anyway, for my co host, Dead Birdsaw, I am Adam Caster. and we'll talk to you next time on the Dance with our Podcast Fantasy Show. Bye bye.